Hello, you're listening to Dope Comedians, a podcast about comedians who use weed to help with depression and whatever else is going on in life. Subscribe today to listen to subscriber-only episodes and audio, as well as bonus episodes and clips. To gain full access, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts. Now, let's get at it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marcella Riley. And I just want to remind y'all that if you like this podcast, then please take a moment and go to wherever you're listening to this show and click subscribe. And while you're there, go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Uh, it doesn't take that much time to do, but it helps us out so, so much. So get over there and do it right now. Uh, and also, if you want to come get high with us, then follow the show on Instagram at High Hopes Live. And you can also find me at Cool Black Chick. Um, I'm still waiting on you to subscribe. I haven't seen it yet. Like where I'm waiting. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Thank y'all. Okay. All right. Enjoy the show. Bye. This is your girl, cool black chick. And I am here. Oh my God. Wait, first off, I'm so sorry. I've been gone for like Four weeks, a month. I'm so sorry, but I'm back now. I was a little sick. Um, please welcome uh, first grade teacher, beatboxer, comedian, producer, Brennan Wade. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you guys doing out there? Hi, 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 hi. Yay. Yay, yay. Yay, yay. <laughs> um, where are you from again? Albany, New York. Albany, New York. Mm-hmm. That's tight. When did you come out here? Three years ago. And how do you like it? You know... I, LA, I, you ever heard of the word FOMO? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like the Bitcoin thing. Right? Yeah. You're missing out. Yeah. I feel like I can't go to any other city because of FOMO. <laughs> because, like, yeah, because LA has everything, right? It's like you have the high point of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Right. We have all this massive development downtown. Right. And, you know, we, you know, I want to say something about homeless people, but like, again, <laughs> being, I've learned actually, I got, you got to stop making fun of homeless people. That's you used to thing. make fun of homeless people? All the time. Oh, and, man. And uh, recently, and it wasn't until I work, uh, met somebody who works with the homeless mm-hmm. and his sense of humanity that I was like, all right, so I'm, I'm not going to 
sneer at stinky bums. You know what I mean? Like I basically yeah. was like, at least I got to show these people dignity. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's, it's circumstantial for everybody. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you mm. have grown and thought about <laughs> it. Yeah. Thought about it, I think is the good thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, uh, before we jump into it, uh, for the listeners and the viewers, I guess, if you've been following, uh, I have been... Um, uh, one of my guests told me about uh, the Hollywood Mental Health Center, and I've been going. Cool. Um, and I have a, a therapist now. Awesome. Uh, she prescribed me. Uh, it's called uh, Mir Mir. Right Where is it? What is it called? Uh, Mirtazapine. Mer- Mer- <laughs> Mer- uh, I thought we were Mer- going to do another plan words with marijuana. So oh, I, oh, no. I, I, thought oh we, no! I thought we were like being like fastidious oh, for no, a second. No, okay, no, no, so no. You, you actually have something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a real thing. Um, Mirtazapine. Mer- I think that's how you pronounce Marzipan? it. Like, Marzipan? Okay. Or is it Marzipan? No. No, that's the truck. It's Mirtazapine. I mean, I have the. Hold on. Yeah, let's check it out. <laughs> Mirtazapine. It's not Marzipan. Okay. No. Okay, because Marzipan's in chocolate. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah, prescribed chocolate. Right. Chocolate. Um, I mean, yeah, mirtazapine. Mirtazapine. Right? Huh? I'm saying it right. What does it make you float on air? How does it make you feel? It so I it makes me really, really sleepy, hella sleepy. Like okay. so I which I hate. That's the worst part. Um so I have to go to bed earlier because it it the drowsiness takes a little bit time to wear off. It probably eliminates those last minute thoughts before you go to bed being like, Yeah, fuck everything and fuck today. Yeah. So I I feel yes. like that would that's the reason why you get you knocked the fuck out. Yeah. So it it's for anxiety. Um uh if you I, I one of the issues I've uh, been having is a lack of appetite. Uh, so like I was never hungry and whenever I did eat, I would feel nauseous. Mm. Uh, so this has gotten rid of that. Um, I'm sleeping more. I always keep track of my sleep and according to the app Mm -hmm. that I've been using, it says that, uh, my, my sleep went from like 50, 60%, uh, like good sleep to now it's at 70%. Cool. That's a great improvement. A huge improvement. Um, I got a full-time job. Yeah, full-time <laughs> job. Girl is working. Yeah. Uh, I had a birthday. Hey, a happy birthday. Lots a card. Wow. Yeah. And how much time was since the last time? Um, it's been, I want to say, almost three weeks, two and a half, three weeks that I've been using this. And like, Okay, great. And literally. Your yeah, life turned around. Like, everything kind of cleared up. They, I wasn't. Like the anxiety that I was feeling was mm-hmm. not no longer there. All the looping thoughts, like yep. gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now, uh, I'm still taking it. Oh, so she also told me. My doctor told me to not. She doesn't believe in uh, marijuana. Uh, she doesn't believe that it helps sure. with this. And I was like, well, I'm telling you, it has made me feel better. She's like, but I don't believe it. And I'm like, okay. So I tried it for a week without it, uh, without marijuana, and it made me so fucking cranky. Like, or moody. I was yeah. really moody. Mm-hmm. Over, like, little, someone was, like, doing, like... Tripping on little things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone was, just, like, clearing their throat, and then you I was just, like... Stab in the eye. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, now I'm smoking <laughs> with it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely feel a huge improvement. That's very huge good. improvement, yeah. Yeah. So, um... Mertazapine. Mertazapine. That's a good plug for whatever fucking Pfizer or pharmaceutical company is out there. I mean, we're good. It's good. It's I mean, good. I hope I don't have to keep using it. Like, I once everything is fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get is out of the everything ever fine? No, it's never fine. But at least the coping mechanisms are there. Yeah. Right. And as long as it's not addictive and you don't turn to it out of, out of yeah. weakness, because this is your strength part. You're here now to be able to pull yourself out. Right. But once you start using it as a crutch and you become in fear of not having it. 
That's right. what I think. That FOMO? Be, it turns. Yeah, FOMO. There we go. <laughs> nice loop. All right. FOMO <laughs> happens with crack. I don't know. I, I guess. I guess. I guess. So, um, so uh, obviously, you're pretty funny, dude. When did you I'm get into crying. comedy? Mm. All right. So I've been an asshole my whole life, right? Just been, not an asshole. I like, uh, you know, born with ADHD, you know, class clown, always getting in trouble, always getting booted out of class. But making motherfuckers laugh, period. <laughs> um, uh, grew up in uh, East Nassau, New York, a uh, really small country town. I went to New Lebanon High School, and uh, there I figured out uh, beatboxing in, like, 2000. And I found out, like, Rozell and, like, The Roots. And, like, yeah. I had this huge thing. Because I grew up around, like... Honkies and farmers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I say honkies and farmers because they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> right. But I'm saying just like all in the woods, all that kind of thing. And then finding out that performance and shit exists. Like, uh-huh. I, you know, I used to be in choir, I used to be in band and like mm-hmm. all these other things. And then uh, found out about beatboxing and then started wanting to perform it. Right. And doing like a stage show or whatever. But in seventh grade, I was like doing beatboxing things. And then my math teacher, her name was Mrs. Weaver, mm-hmm. uh, crazy bitch. God rest her soul. She used to throw erasers at us. She used to tap dance on her, on her desk for our birthdays. <laughs> like legit. Like, like legit. Like, <laughs> But it was like kind of creepy. Like, um, who's that little white girl from the, 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 the little white girl from like the 40s? Shirley no. Temple. Oh, <laughs> like, like like dress up and like she's like eighty years old, dressing like Shirley Temple and that dancing at her desk. Creepy. I was like, bitch. Okay, like I, she was probably at home rehearsing. She <laughs> loved teaching though, mm-hmm. and she wanted me to do Bob Newhart's driving instructor when I was in seventh grade. Mm. And she was like, I think you got something. Oh I think wow, you can do something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, All right, crazy lady. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Put me up there. So, yeah, she, uh, I, I, at the variety show when I was, because my school was super small. So it started at seventh grade to yeah. 12th grade. Okay. So it was like wow. all these different older people and yeah. everything from different. And I'm up there in my oversized coat because I was using my dad's, you know, wearing my dad's jacket. And I memorized the whole routine and did <laughs> the whole thing. And I had some laughs and I was like, holy shit, this is a thing. Yeah. And I was like 14 years old. And then uh, mm. after that, uh, started doing open mics just with beatboxing because I wasn't comfortable doing comedy. Yeah. And then uh, 2009, I moved out here to L.A., still tried to do beatboxing and open mics. But then I found out there's a, more comedians at these open mics. And so I started yeah. telling jokes yeah. just to be able to like like in between the beatboxing. And then I just kind of shifted from there. So like okay. 2009 is basically when I started doing full time stand up. OK. Can we get a little sample of your beatboxing? Sure. Okay. Uh, Just give me, give me um, an idea, just a musical idea that you have or been thinking about. Um, genre, something, something for me to riff off of. Well, I think um, tacos and weed go together great. And that's an idea. Okay, tacos and so that. 
I had to swallow. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. Whoa! 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 <laughs> and then I would just rap something about tacos and weed. Stop tacos and weed. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's, see, the thing is, is like I can do... If I if you just gave me like five minutes and like walking around or something else, I could be unstuck. Like that was a pretty that was me being stuck in a loop almost. Really. And if I can go and not think about stuff because I was looking at the camera and yeah. thinking about things. Yeah. Like when I'm walking around my classroom, uh-huh. my the kids tell me they hear the craziest shit because I'm like not thinking. Like they just they're like, how do you make that sound? I'm like, what sound? They're like that one. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's funny because like I when I'm uh, being creative, I've, I'm a crazy person here. Mm. I just like am walk. I get better ideas, more ideas when I'm walking around. If I if I start cleaning something, I get ideas. Or if I go take a shower, I get ideas. Right. But if I'm just sitting, like I get stuck in a loop, so I have to pace around and walk around. And yeah, stuff. it helps. Sp- it helps spread it out. And yeah. like, um, I could talk about a lot of other things, but let's. <laughs> I, I want you to f- I want to focus on the mission of the podcast absolutely we'll sure. get there we'll okay. get there um when did you start smoking weed uh also at 14 surprisingly um me and my best friend uh he's a little Pakistani kid he used to own his family lived a mile down the road from me and they owned the only general store in my village of like 500 people right <laughs> and it's in this village like you know if i'm from a, like a shit kicker kind of country uh-huh. you know like shit kickers uh, it's upstate it's new york a, yeah like my mom calls it like little alabama you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just like the amount of racism that we incurred oh no just him being pakistani <laughs> and me being half black half white yeah intolerable so it's Fuck. like so like just getting into middle school this older kid because uh, I was classified as a special ed, right? They thought I was like, oh no, because sh- I was so ADHD. They yeah. were like, yeah, you're probably you're probably retarded. And I was like, no, I'm smart. I'm like, smart, bro. I'm, 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 I'm serious, man. I, I just can't sit still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's it. And then uh, I emancipated myself <laughs> from my mental slavery yeah. <laughs> in about eighth grade. As soon as I finished, like eighth grade was such a weird time for me. I think it's where I probably peaked. <laughs> like if you think about when you smoke weed the first time, yeah. you know. Um. Yeah, because we smoked it in the back of this rock fort. A rock fort. Rock fort. Uh, Can you what, describe this rock fort? Rock fort. All right. So my neighbors, my one of my mom's best friends who lived up the road, her the husband was an executive in Merrill Lynch, and so had all this fucking money. They used to commute from New York City and come up like mm-hmm. every weekend to this summer house. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got their lawn bulldozed to make it flatter Mm -hmm. to create this like kind of gated area for no reason. It ended up being nothing, but they flattened this area. So these huge boulders were just like pushed up in the back in the woods. Uh. And so as the boulders stayed there, these huge like milkweed plants and like vines and stuff would go around the boulders. And like it looked like uh, like a Miyazaki film. Yeah, basically, (laughs) you know, and we'd go back there and just smoke weed all the time. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. Speaking of weed, though. We can spark it right now. Yeah. Got so a what little blunt, nigga. All right. So I have uh, Godzilla glue. Yay. Godzilla glue. Okay. Um, Is this your favorite strain or mm-mm. why do you have it? Well, why do you use it? Why do you buy it? I switched from sativa to indica because. Is that indica? This is indica. Oh. This is indica because sativa just gets you fucking stuck sometimes too high. 
And uh, I like Indica, although Indica gets you couch stuck. Mm. And it's a mango blood wrap. Mm. Um, <coughs> I am very productive with sativa. Okay. <laughs> I will clean. I will notice things like <laughs> my little <laughs> heater thing. I was like, I have never cleaned this the entire time I've owned it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Know that thing. <laughs> um, <coughs> that is strong. <laughs> um. Okay. So you, when you were diagnosed with ADHD, were you taking after that? Where they did you put they put you on anything? Oh, there was it was it was. They took a while to convert my parents to medications because they tried putting me in uh, like deep breathing classes, which I spun the whole class out, made the instructor cry when I was like seven years old. Uh, they may they had to pull me out of that pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> they put me into biofeedback, which was what is that? they hook you up to like an EEG machine, which is like a brainwave scanner. Yeah. And then you basically look at like this like Windows media player screensaver from like 1988, like 1998. Yeah. And it has like just these colors and you're supposed to keep looking at it and it makes this boop kind of sound. And if you don't boop, boop, <laughs> you're not concentrating. Ooh, and it was just like you'd have to like look at this screensaver Whoa, to like for, focus yeah. it. And I don't, the things that were weird about it was that the EEG machine had these really sticky substance things on it that it would uh, always leave like this really weird residue on my forehead. Yeah. And she'd put it all over. And the thing is, I would never forget the book that I would read because it would be three processes it would be uh, reading, listening, and then just talking. <coughs> having a conversation and focusing on her conversation. I'd feel bad if the bitch was talking to me. I'm sorry if I use the bit. I know we're in a post thing culture, but I love saying it. Just, <laughs> you can say it. It's an emphasis, but I know I can't, I can't say it in front of my girlfriend. I can't say it around <coughs> white women anymore because white women take offense to everything now. To bitch? To bitch, yeah. When a man says it, that's patriarchy. Hmm. Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't say nothing no more. Nothing. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that because you can say other things. Such M- as? My first graders say, fish. <laughs> fish? Yeah, they say peace fishes. Mm, and I'm like, I know what you're doing, but I can't say anything. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because it's like they're just saying. Yeah, peace fish. Yeah. Fishes. I don't know. I don't know. I did not know that. I okay, know. sorry. I let it happen. It's weird. It's fine. Um, so you stare at this fucking screen of a red dot. No, not a red. It's, or, it's, it's, it's like a like a like a lotus flower with like shifting colors. Okay, and you're supposed to focus on the white part of the flower. The white, right, right. And if you're not focusing on the white part of the flower, the boop turns off. And so you have to keep the boop on. <laughs> and like you have to it, keep the boop on. You got to keep the boop on. And I would just sit there, just like not fucking getting it. <laughs> just because they would do me. They put me on it once. They put me either on it Ritalin or not Ritalin. And so we would drive to this town called Bethlehem, which is outside of Albany, from my house in East Nassau. So a 40-minute drive through lush countryside, and we'd go to this snooty-tooty white area where like the dentists and doctors live. Yeah. And I would go to this Jewish woman's house, and this really short Jewish woman. (laughs) And she was the nicest lady, and her voice sounded like she always had something in her mouth. You know those people? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Always this very... 
just very moist. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got some shit in there, bitch. Like, That's a word, moist. Yeah, she would just sit and she'd be talking to me in her moist-ass voice. <laughs> with. And read, I read this book called by Robert Heinlein. And that was a book that was talking about shifting portals in time. And this guy would just have this time portal. It'd be basically like, uh, uh, um, you remember what Stewie Griffin had? The little thing he throws on the ground and it goes, do, 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 do. And they get in and then they shift to a different time. No, this is Family Guy reference. Yeah, Family Guy reference, yeah. But uh, yeah, basically time shifting. And I thought it was was the coolest thing ever because he would just go, he would fix everything and then realize it would spiral out of control and he like fucked up time because he did too many things in a row. Okay. Right. And the moral of the story is like, don't fuck with time, even if you have the device to do so. To do, got it. Okay, got it. Anyway, they finally put me on Ritalin in fifth grade and uh, my life changed forever, honestly. Ritalin, it was really weird how it was the shift. I started succeeding more. It was basically, I was like steroids. Yeah. It was academic steroids for yeah. me. And I got into college and I got my master's. I got all these things done yeah. because of Adderall and Ritalin. Yeah. And the problem is, I, th- I think it's been debilitating because I'm not, I don't have health insurance. So I haven't been on it since I turned 27. I'm 31 now. So like four years. I've been without it and uh, it's been, I've been wondering How's like, it? Hmm. what am I doing? So I've been taking fish oil instead and okay. doing like omegas and yeah. like shifting my diet to more like plant. I hope I've been talking in this shit. It better be recording. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, Cause I know I thought I was over here. I was, I was not you that close. Me. Sorry. No, you're good. Okay, cool. I will check though. Now that you said it. I mean, we'll if, keep going. if my voice is right here, it should be fine. Um, not to freak everybody out. Uh, because with like Ritalin and Adderall, when you get that boost, right, I would only take it before like big assignments, you know, like yeah. if I had the, 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 you know, the big term paper I had to do or finals week, I used to sell that shit for like, you know, $20 a pop, 16 a pop, you, whatever. You were that dude. Yo, in front of the <laughs> library, <laughs> in front of the library. You were him. I were hooking everybody You up. were him. Yeah. Niggas knew to come to me. Now we come know. Yeah. Brennan was him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I haven't been on it for about four years, and I I feel like, you know, I could I I felt like it it shifted what I could have been right mm-hmm. or something. Um, and you started doing well. You started doing comedy. At, when did you move here? Two thousand. Well, I I ugh, I have so many stories. <laughs> That's the thing. It's such. Uh, I moved back to Albany when I lost my job. I was working at Donor Services. You know that piece of shit place? Anybody? Fuck Donor Services. I hate them. They made us fucking high, uh, fundraise for like the Heritage Foundation, which is like a Republican think tank, mm. and the DNC, which we all know is a yeah. bunch of like Pizzagate. I don't know. If everybody's conspiracy theorist, I, I don't know. I want to get noted. <laughs> um, Pizzagate. I, like, <laughs> I mean... Uh, Okay, real back. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Are we there? This week on repeat, I got a song off of the Black Panther soundtrack, and it's all the stars with SZA and Kendrick Lamar. Um, I think this song is pretty appropriate for this episode because Brennan got me too high to function. Um, I basically found myself, as he was talking, just thinking about how attractive he was, is, and then I realized I was supposed to say something and, but I hadn't been actually listening to what he was saying. Cause I was just thinking about how good he looked. Um, so th- that's what happened for the rest of this episode. <laughs> um, and here's all the stars. Hope you enjoy it. And the remaining of this episode. Bye. <laughs> coming back what do you guys think out there what do you where do you think, think this where is this conversation i wish we could check is, I know. um people might be talking i don't know i'm not gonna check though i should check because i got it right here um 
Well, tell me when you when uh, the depression started kicking in. Okay, my dad died about two years ago. It's interesting. It's already in uh, real time, and you can see it right here. You just did that right now. This is right here. We're watching us. Oh no! I think I'm looking at each other. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's not. And I can see it. We just saw it's triple time. What? What? How is that happening? How come no one's ever thought of doing that? Okay. I feel I feel other people are doing this and we're just being really stoned right now. No. No, but that is crazy because I'm no no because my behavior I don't know, it's weird watching. That was pretty cool. Right? That was a moment. That's a moment. That I've never experienced before. Time shift. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's real. Okay, <laughs> I figured out where we were. Okay. So uh, with medication, I think it does change the physiology of your brain. And I feel the dopamine receptors that I've had have shifted. And uh, think about it this way. Have you ever just had like a dopamine day? <laughs> you just you ever have dopamine days where you just, just get all the chips you want what, uh, and yeah. all the weed you want? You masturbate all day. <laughs> Just don't bathe. You just sit there and go like, yeah, it's a great Netflix the fuck out of the day. It's great. Mm-hmm. Just a dopamine day. Mm-hmm. I stop having too many of those. <laughs> you, know, you have a lot of those. Yeah. You have a lot of those when you just veg out. And so I think it's because of medications and things that, uh, <clears throat> you know, that you get, you get caught up <clears throat> in what you don't have, I guess. Actually, we can skip by. Go the, when the depression kicked in. My it was when my dad passed away. Okay, uh, and that was two years ago. Two that? years ago, okay. 2015. Um, as at the tail end of a relationship, tail end meaning it was definitely going to end after that. Um, we were living together, and um, you know, when you're with somebody in the same room. And you're just in two different worlds because you don't want to have anything to do with them. Mm-hmm. Do that for a year, you know, and then just not even like yourself. <clears throat> and when you're smoking weed as an escape, just to be able to cope with it or to sit in it, you know, is a double edged sword because you could be ignoring the problem mm-hmm. if you're not addressing it. And the, th- the things that I've learned, um, over the past couple of years uh, is that you have to really communicate everything. And even if you are high, you know, you have to have moments of connection with somebody to really Mm -hmm. establish like, you know, a a deeper level than you would normally have. Not high, I guess, you know, any follow ups to that? I don't know. Anything more about it? Like, um, no, I've lost my thought again. Mm. Um, that shit is strong, <laughs> right? <laughs> Some good ass weed. <laughs> um, all right. So, but you mentioned—I feel like you mentioned there's a couple of things that happened. You've mm-hmm. lost a few other people in your life. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. really, I've never really had uh, a lot of family members, you know. It, it's like um, 
we I grew up in a really small, like not small. I had three a uh, brother and two sisters. Mm-hmm. My mom and my dad stayed together for like forty years. Like I had a relatively great upbringing yeah. in my immediate nuclear family. Right, me, you know. I'm the least funniest one in my family, by the way. Everybody else in my family no. is so much funnier than I am, I swear. Are they doing comedy? <sighs> no. <laughs> my brother is a genius. My brother is, his timing is impeccable. He could make my dad, he made my dad snort all the time. You know? <laughs> but he just is so out of control. I mean, I mean, can't talk bad about him too much, but like. You know, when you want your family to be as successful as you want, like you see them, like you have so much potential to do things. Mm-hmm. And it wears on you every conversation, you know, mm-hmm. especially like when you go home and you see like we're in L.A., we're in the fucking bubble. You know, if you think right. L.A. is a goddamn bubble, it's definitely a bubble because <clears throat> when you go back home to like industrial town, you know, like where are you from? I'm from Long Beach, but you're from was, Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. but just No, go. but it is a bubble. Yeah. I know it is because I've left it. You know, going back home to the bullshit. Everybody on drugs. You know, everybody on drugs. Either selling drugs or on drugs <clears throat> or stealing. That's a thing. <clears throat> you know, this girl from my old high school was running around casing all the old people's. Like, because my town doesn't, nobody moves there. You know what I mean? So, like, everybody who's lived there all their lives are still there. And, uh, they're all dying now because they're on their 70s and 80s. Yeah. So there's a lot of that where these houses are just kind of like vacant. Uh, the heroin addicts go and steal shit because <laughs> they're just that old. What are the old people going to do? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. heroin's crazy now. So <laughs> it's everywhere. Um, yeah. What else? Um, Are you... So you haven't been taking anything. You already said that as far as yeah, any, to help cope. I mean, Other than marijuana, like you're not, are you uh, seeing a therapist still or anything? Check this out. Uh, the school that I work at is not a regular public school. Okay. It's a private school that is, uh, believes in the humanistic philosophy mm-hmm. where it takes in like the whole child and you, 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 it's more of like a hands-off but like self-directed but reflective kind of education uh-huh. like uh the kids i work with are at a variety of different reading levels and age levels and um part of the training is communication and understanding like where people are in a space and how um you know you can take feedback from people right and it can be right up front and it can be pos- it can be honest and it's all really focused on being true to yourself it's being truthful in the moment right right Mm -hmm. and uh it's it's intense it's intense like because you have with especially with kids who have like you have a very vulnerable position because you let kids have power right right and they're little psychopaths to be honest (laughs) kids are little psychopaths and you have to be able to directly reflect without making it like a power struggle you have to reason with them and be with them with their feelings. Yeah. And that requires you to be in a very neutral place. Yeah. Because you have to disconnect. And whatever bullshit you're going through, we have feelings meetings where we're allowed to say in front of a group. And then like we do whatever. Oh. And whatever we're going. Yeah. And it's no judgment, no nothing. And everybody can just fucking go. Whoa, and just 
poor whatever thing is there mid breakups relatives dying when my dad died those people let me just say everything i needed to say about it you know and you can just go off and sometimes that's annoying because <laughs> you have other people that do it don't get me wrong it yeah. is annoying yeah you know and uh <laughs> Sometimes people are full of shit and you're like, yo, you've said, yo, it's like three days, my nigga. Like, God, and it's white people, obviously. Yeah, it's white yeah, people yeah. and Asian people. And they're lovely, <laughs> lovely people. No, they are lovely, yeah. Lovely people. But like, for me to be able to have that safety net of folks. Um, I feel like everyone should have that. That sounds dude, like the most amazing thing. Dude, I had a bad trip. On Halloween. I took acid on Halloween. It was a Tuesday. I was going to have to be at work on Wednesday. Oh, I no. Thought, I thought I took it early enough. Why would you? Uh, like 4 o'clock. That's I crazy. No, I had a previous experience the previous year where Halloween was on a weekend, and I still did it, and like I made it out fine the next day. So I thought I could do I thought I could do it again. And, right. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I could. Uh, we only did. We even smoke half that blunt, by the way. Oh no! So close. Yeah. So um, I mean, if we're gonna get stuck, we better write some notes down. I have some <laughs> things. I have some things. No, we're not uh, stuck. Okay. Um. But yeah. But that sounds amazing. Sorry. Yeah. What do you call? What, is there? What do you My a play mountain place. So what is it? Play Mountain Place. Play Mountain Place. Okay. Yeah. And you can just work out. And like everybody's so cool. I'm playing D and D. I play D and D with my coworkers and like it's amazing. Aww. It's amazing. They like they went all out yeah, yeah. for this game. Yeah. And my character is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever actually played that. Is it, that bad? No, okay. not at all. It's a it's a commitment though. Okay. And it's kind of funny. It seems like it. That's it's kind of funny how big of a commitment it is. Because uh, <clears throat> how much brain space do you really want to waste, per se, <laughs> thinking about how many like slots I have for like magic spells or like, you know, uh, my hit points or but what are my certain skills? Like, yeah. you don't have them in real life. But like when you go into imagination land, you have it, you have it there. Right. And uh, it's. If anybody's ever played Skyrim, if anybody ever play like RPGs on like, because I'm a video game player too, and like, uh, I don't know what any of those are that you uh, say. right, right, you know, role playing games like on, uh, you know, computer games and uh, video games, like you can go. It's like playing one of those in real life. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. yeah. That's what it feels like. Um, I kind of still don't want to play. What you want? You don't want to play? I don't know. Okay, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I think maybe. I actually think you would have a great time. You really think? So? I think you would. I think you would actually really dig it because you're sitting there playing cards. Because it's like they tell they tell you no. No, you have a sheet. I mean, I have it on an app now, but there's a sheet uh -huh. where you you label all of your character attributes. I've never played this game. Go ahead, keep going. Right, because it's really fucking complicated. <laughs> it's like you have to have people who want to be dungeon masters. Dungeon master is the person who creates the world for you, okay? Essentially, and they moderate. It. I'm just a character in this. Like my friend, that my coworkers set it up to where they just tell us the story, and you basically improv it the whole time. And everyone's in the same room. Yeah. 
and you're, so you're just like acting out things. So you're, no, not even well, that. Like you, somebody will, you have a like a you have, a you dice. have powers, right? Yeah, you have, you have like a bunch of different dice, okay. and the dice have different sides, and there's different numbered dice, and mm-hmm. those are for particular actions or moves or whatever. So that's not you don't really need to use them unless you're asked to use them by the dungeon master. And it's kind of arbitrary, where it's like if you want to do a particular thing, like let's say I'm looking at a wall, if I'm in a room. Like, I just got there, right? And he's like, you're setting the stage. You you walked into this hallway, and maybe you're in a cas- castle or something like that. And you're looking at a wall. And I'm like, what's on the wall? And he's like, uh, there's paintings of some sort. And I'm like, all right, let me see if I know the history behind this painting. And he's like, all right, give me a history check. Because history is on your skill set. And you get certain points for things that you do in missions where you, you raise your experience in that thing. So you get to add different attributes. Like depending on when the dungeon master says that you've leveled up. Like for instance, if I understand this um, tapestry or this wall that I'm looking at, uh, I, you know, I figure out the more of a purpose of my mission, right. Of what I'm doing there. And that gets me points and I'll level up or something. If it's like, if, if I fulfill that thing, does that make sense? No. no. Okay. No. Damn. But, um, right. It's cool. Okay. All right. We, trying to explain Dungeons and Dragons. I, I understand <laughs> if anybody ever wants to explain Dungeons and Dragons to somebody, it is stressful. Right. No, I didn't get that. Maybe because I'm a visual person and there's no cards right. for me to no, see. No doubt. No doubt. I just keep, I don't know what I picture. But it does. Everyone seems to love it and have fun. Yeah. If you do play it, it's not bad. I've never heard anyone talk bad about I, I imagine there's they there probably are people who talk shit about it but i've never heard anyone talk shit about it interesting interesting <clears throat> do you guys have like a little community of like no they came from a, they they <clears throat> two of my co-workers they came from another game and then they decided to create their own oh right right can you ever be playing multiple games that's a lot of space to think about things but some people can yeah <clears throat> is that intense yeah, uh, no, it doesn't have to be. It's just like it depends on the person. Like I don't know, I'm not intensely into it. I show up on Tuesdays once every two weeks. You know, that sounds intensely to me. Does it? Yeah, kind of like church. Like you kind of go there. Kind yeah. of go to church. Oh, so any social commitment, I guess. Uh, yeah, once every two weeks isn't. I've only played two games so far. So I mean, it's pretty cool right now. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. All right. Maybe I'll look into it. Um, well, I guess let's start kind of wrapping it up. Sure. Um, what kind of, uh, obviously you love music. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what is your jam right now? Uh, I've been listening to Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, uh, new mixtape came out. And then uh, I was listening to Chris Brown's uh, Heartbreak on a Full Moon mixtape. And it's not bad. Really? It's, it's pretty just, it's just sexy shit. Really. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think he did it. On I this still one. feel bad. I don't know. The if Rihanna I wanna... thing. The Rihanna thing. Yeah, you can. It's still hard. Like also he's, he ha- keeps messing up. It's not like yeah. it stopped with her. No. So it's like, I don't know if I want to, I'm not, S- I'm still not ready to like, mm. you know, it is a weird choice, but like the music's fire. Like it's, <laughs> it's a fire. It's a fire album. I will. I'll probably listen to it because I do love music, but mm-hmm. I don't want to like it. I hope. Right. I, I hope I don't like it. Um. Um. Oh, and then the show is called 
Are you doing it again? Yeah. Oh, Um, this show is called High Hopes. Yeah. So, uh, with all the stuff that you're going through, still, yeah. that you're still dealing with, mm-hmm. um, what are your high hopes? High hopes. Um, I think I want to make more of a connection to my spirituality. I think that's a thing. I'm going to do that. Uh, and see if that, where that takes me to. And like, what, what is the plan? I mean, not to quote Drake or whatever right now, because that's weird. I uh, love Drake. Yeah, Drake, but like, God's plan. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not even trying to ride a wave or anything like that. Uh, just my own personal growth, I guess. I have high hopes for that. And, um, you know, it can always be like money, fame, fortune. Fuck it. But like, I guess it has <laughs> to be like internal in order for you to actually get there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm learning that right. so much, yeah. Right. And just pulling through your own shit. It's just like, I don't know. For me, it's for me to get over like depression and where I've been and like how you, you move in and out of it, you got to, re- it's pulling yourself through it, I think. And as much support as you can get and see a therapist, medicate, get high. You need that break. You need that break. And I know I need that break because kids are fucking stressful. <laughs> All right. And if I wasn't in a neutral space, that would be crazy. Yeah. You have to be so level headed with kids mm. at all times. Yeah. So. My cat likes okay. you. Is there anything that you would like to plug in your shows? Um, all right. Because he, cause he, I'm going to probably be doing one of his shows. Uh, Jimmy Shin is getting his special on Netflix. Uh, right now, and he's going to be doing it at the Roxy Theater, I think, next week, March 21st. Um, oh. I do, he does like a bringer show, which is annoying, but it's still a show. Still shout out to you, whatever. <laughs> 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 About, uh, he does his shit at the comedy store. I did the main stage at the oh. comedy store. It was sick. That was my yes. first show he put me on, so I owe him for that. Um, but then uh, I do the Clown House. Go to the Clown House. It's a great open mic. I love those folks over there. Jeff Husbands put me onto mm-hmm. the comedy store three times so far. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm definitely looking forward to doing more online content. So hope to see you soon. Yay! Yeah. Thank you. No um, tight, tight, tight. I am Marcella Riley. Riley. Yeah. Boop, boop. <laughs> Ooh, can you like play out? Play out. Yeah. <laughs> It's Marcella again. I just noticed that some folks still haven't subscribed to the podcast. So I just want to remind y'all to do that. Um, it only take a few seconds. Just go wherever you're listening to High Hopes and click subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. And then come get high with us on Instagram. You can follow us at High Hopes Live. And you can also find me at Cool Black Chick. And I appreciate you for listening to this whole episode. Uh, you rock and enjoy life. (laughs) Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to Dope Comedians. Subscribe now to access bonus episodes, clips, and audio. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts. And follow us on social media at Dope Comedians. Until next time. Live long and slay.